You have found the Run Around Iowa, the podcast that's dedicated to news and interviews with the athletes, coaches, and personalities who are making headlines in college cross country, track and field, road running, trail running, and triathlon in the state of Iowa. And now from the home office in Clive, here is your host, Lance Bergeson. My guest today is a five-time Missouri Valley all-conference runner with titles in the 800, 1500 meters, and the indoor mile. She holds school records at Northern Iowa in the indoor mile and 3,000 meters, as well as the 1,500 meters and 3,000 steeplechase outdoors. Most recently, she was a finalist at the U.S. Olympic Trials in the 3,000 steeplechase in Eugene, Oregon. Today, she's an assistant track and field and cross-country coach at her alma mater. It's time to welcome in Alexina Tubal. Hello, Alexina. Hi. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Well, I'm I'm thrilled to have you, uh, especially after last weekend. You really um, <laughs> had a had a had a great uh, Saturday in Iowa City. Um, it's not often you can say you have a facility record to your name. That was pretty exciting. Yeah, always enjoy taking down an Iowa facility record too. That <laughs> that adds something to it. Oh, there's a little rivalry there, huh? Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> no, no. Um, did you? kind of have that feeling that you were going to have that great performance? Um, It was actually kind of a last minute decision to race. Um, I initially wanted to run the 3k there, uh, but we hosted a meet at UNI the day before. So uh, I had a bunch of athletes racing there. So obviously couldn't, couldn't miss the meet. Um, And so, yeah, running the mile was kind of a last minute decision. Just, you know, Mm -hmm. wanted to get a race in for fun. Um, And I planned on just doing whatever, the other athletes in the race wanted to do as far as pacing goes so I had no idea how fast I would run um but felt really good after the pacer dropped out and so just you know picked it up from there and was definitely excited with the time so that was cool did you see this performance kind of coming on did you um I mean I know I'm in really good shape and uh you know I haven't honestly I will be in much better shape in a few months. Um, But, you know, when you're fit, you're fit. Uh, I obviously don't get to race too many indoor races. So um, that was a mile PR. However, you know, I haven't run an indoor mile in two years. So um, my 1500 has gotten significantly better during that time. So I knew running a PR actually wouldn't be that difficult. Um, But like I said, I was, definitely wasn't like training specifically for this race. So I was just excited to come away with a PR knowing like, Oh, we've still got a lot of work to do, but um, we're definitely at a good starting point. Well, you took more than four seconds off that record. So uh, yeah, that was, that was nice. (laughs) Definitely out there to be had. Um, I suppose you're, you're one of these people that you're like, you know, records are meant to be broken. I mean, they're, you know, if somebody yeah, comes absolutely. faster than you, the, they can go faster than that. And that would be great. For sure. I would love to see my school records at UNI go down by people that I coach. Yeah. That's way more yeah. fun. <laughs> right. Well, it's been a, it's been a great uh, couple months for you here. You got, you got married to your yep. uh, long time boyfriend, Will, who was, uh, uh, in his own right, a great runner. He was yeah, an All-American sure. in the 800 meters uh, for the University of Iowa. Um, tell me about that whole wedding. Um, oh, yeah, you- it was uh, it, it was great. Um, we got married in Cedar Rapids um, this past November. Um, like you said, you know, we've been together for quite some time. Um, so, yeah, just, you know, we've got our two awesome dogs and uh, each other now. So <laughs> that's great. <laughs> You dated pretty much since high school, right? You guys are um, actually, years. no, we did go to this. Well, we were on the same track team in high school, um, okay. but we went to separate schools. We did not date in high school. We actually oh. didn't start dating until my senior year of college. So, um, you know, you just run into people at track meets and we obviously knew each other from high school. Um, so, yeah, it would be safe to assume we had been dating since high school, but no, not during college. <laughs> Okay. So what was kind of the attraction there, uh, you know, between the two of you? Well, in high school, he was annoying and, you know, <laughs> kind of grew up, grew up since then. So, okay. um, yeah, yeah. 
he actually looked at you and I for colleges. And honestly, if he would have went to you and I, we may have never ended up together. So I'm kind of glad he chose to go to a different school. Yeah. Um, you guys probably have a lot of friendly banter back and forth. Oh, for sure. He's a Panther that. fan now, though, because, you know, I work at you and I, so he kind of has to be. <laughs> right. Yeah. You kind of made your home there, uh, Cedar Falls. Absolutely. Um, what, uh, what, do you, what do you love about uh, being up there? Um, I mean, I just, you know, think that you and I stands for like a lot of the things that I um, found to be su- helping me be successful when I was in college. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I'm super passionate about the university and just the program here and what better way to help try and push the program forward than, you know, being on staff. Um, and yeah, I just love the the athletes that we get. Um, you know, it's a lot of in-state Iowa kids and it's just really fun to see, um, people develop from, you know, just small town Iowa kids to being able to be kind of relevant on the the national stage and, you know, going forward from there. So um, definitely uh, love to see that sort of development with the athletes. And so it's been really fun to be a part of. And yeah, I can't imagine myself at any other <laughs> institution at this point. Well, that's great. Um, uh, so is Will still uh, like like in risk management up there? Um, yeah. So we actually live in Cedar Rapids. He works um, okay. for True North Companies in Cedar Rapids, and so we live there. So I commute, um, so which you know is great. <laughs> it's actually, you know, I like I said, I love my job, so definitely worth it. Um, most of the time it's not a big deal. Just, you know, when you get back from a track meet at, uh, midnight, that extra hour drives, not so fun. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, and during the winter too, it's, you know, yep. You get a little touch and go sometimes, done. but luckily yeah, Cedar yeah. Falls has some hotels for when it gets real nasty out. Well, maybe you can some, someday down the road, split the difference. Maybe. Yeah. Live, that would be half, ideal. What, what would be halfway <laughs> without looking at an Iowa map here? What would be kind of halfway? What's oh, the, probably the, like center point area. There's not much in between, but you know, a, there's definitely things that could help us be a little bit more North. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And so he's, yeah, still, uh, he's in risk management. Yep. So true North. Yeah. I did look him up on his yeah. bio. So. So everything's uh, going really well. Um, let's talk about your 2021. Uh, it was really outstanding. You yes. set uh, PRs, everything from 800 to um, all the way up to the 5K. Yeah. Um, let, let's kind of break these races down. It looks like your 800 <laughs> meters was at the South Dakota tune-up. Is that right? Yeah, that one's actually kind of funny. I um, was trying to get into the golden games steeplechase out at Mount Sac, um, in California and they didn't let me in. So I was pretty bummed out. Uh, and I, we were going to South Dakota with the UNI team. So I figured why not do something fun? Um, I think I can run a lot faster in the 800 still, but that was great to get out there and have an opportunity to race it, uh, and run a PR. So that one was super fun. Um, the 800 is, is just an awesome event. So I enjoy doing it. It's a hard event. Yeah. <laughs> I, never, I never liked it. I don't, I don't know about you, but I never liked <laughs> it. That was in high school. I was like longer, a little longer than that, please. But you ran 205, <laughs> yeah. 205, 30 there. Yeah. Was that the, that was your, your first PR of the year, wasn't it? Um, I had run at Drake Relays maybe, maybe that was like two weeks before, three weeks before, um, and ran the 1500 there and ran a PR as well. Um, that one was also funny because I had like had food poisoning at the beginning of the week. So I had to drop out of the road mile, which I was super bummed about. Um, and I was just hoping, you know, I'd be good to go by Saturday for the 1500 and sure enough, I was and ran a PR. So that was an awesome okay. way to kick off the season. Well, and then you knocked that PR down yep. uh, in <laughs> July. Uh, that was the, the sound running sunset tour, correct? Yes. Yeah. I, um, had actually run it. Yeah. I had actually run it, um, in Portland, uh, prior to the trials as well. And I ran 407 there. Um, so that was a PR. And then obviously after the trials at the sunset tour, 
um, I got in one more 1500 and yeah, got that 406 real close to 405 though. So (laughs) got to get that one next time. Well, you were ninth in that race. So that kind of shows. Oh yeah. That was what the level of (laughs) the level of what the level of competition was that certainly had to uh, uh, got you down there. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot of the people who were in the final at the trials for the 1500. So I knew there was, you know, as long as I held on for dear life, uh, there was no way I wasn't going to run fast. So that was a fun opportunity. Were you kind of bummed that you couldn't run the Drake uh, road mile because um, so it seems, like, it seems <laughs> like your road mile seems like your road mile um, could even be a lot better. Um, oh yeah. You haven't done that too many of those. For sure. Um, I was super sad about that. I love doing that one. Um, and at the time I knew I was in, knew I was in pretty decent shape and, you know, I had had the experience of having run that race before. So yeah, I was really, really sad to have to pull out of that one. And, you know, I've only had to pull out of like two races during my career and I was like, gosh, darn it. That, that one really sucks. But, um, you know, uh, hopefully I'll come back this year and crush it there. So that'll be fun. But yeah, I definitely think the I ran one road mile this summer and ran 429. Um, so yeah, yeah I definitely good. think I can run faster than I have on the Drake road mile course before. That was the Ryan Shea Memorial. Yes. Mixture. Yeah. Uh, that was in the summer. Yeah. I and think then, July maybe. <laughs> yeah. It was right around there. I mean, you were, you were going everywhere there. You were, Pretty much. Uh, Summer is busy. Yeah. <laughs> you you were you were just trying to get get, get ready for the trials then. Yep. Sure. Uh, and then the, probably the one you like the most is probably the three thousand steeplechase since it's become kind of yeah. your race. That <laughs> was at uh, uh, Randall's Island. Um, that was yes. the trial for miles um, with an excellent. Um, at the time, the the, the you know, nine thirty two sixty nine was number seven in the world. Uh, yeah, the <laughs> so that was that was really fun. Tell me about that race. Yeah, so I was actually you know having not gotten into the Golden Games for the steeple, I was starting to get a little nervous because everyone else had already run a steeple, and I had not opened up yet, and so I was you know feeling a little bit of the pressure of like, oh man, mm. like gotta gotta get one in here soon um everybody else was ahead of the game so yeah I was super happy with that um you know running 932 was awesome I definitely expected to continue to run faster than that the rest of the summer um but you know the trials is not always like uh sometimes it gets a little strategic so um it's not always quite as fast so I know I can run a lot faster than that 932 um but kicking off the season with that I was super happy with um and yeah obviously good feeling coming away from it being like oh that's seventh in the world right now that's that's pretty cool (laughs) (laughs) yeah and um well I mean you that really catapulted you to the Olympic trials Yep. You got into the finals. You got a lot of experience there. Yep. Um, got 11th there. Yeah. Uh, running for Weisel. Um, or no, no, you were. Uh, Tracksmith. Uh, Tracksmith. Sorry. Yep. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. Result there. Um, that was when it was, you know, it was boiling hot. Uh, yeah, it was pretty warm. At Eugene. Uh, tell me about the whole trials. Um, week there yeah um obviously I was you know planning my whole season around that event um so a lot goes into it you know there's a little bit more pressure expectation those kinds of things um I wasn't super happy with my performance um in the prelim or the final like getting Mm. into the final definitely step one so I was very happy that I was able to do that make the final Um, but you know, wasn't really happy with my performance in the final. And I think, um, a lot of that is just, you know, you, the, the, I guess, anxiety you build up in your mind over, you know, this is something that you've been working for for so long. Um, and I just really wasn't happy with how I performed there. I know, I mean, I ran faster after that, um, in the 1500. So I was like, well, I know it wasn't anything training wise, 
Um, I definitely was fit and capable of running fast. Um, I think I just let some other stuff get in my way. So um, that's my goal for this year is to just be better about that and, you know, be able to compete at a high level on a high stage um, and not just make it there, but capitalize on those opportunities because, you know, they don't come around that often. No, no. Um, well, you, um, well, uh, first round, um, you got through that. I mean, yep. that's part of the difficulty there. For is, sure. You know, trying to weight get off your shoulders that. when you get through. So. Yeah. You get through it. And, um, but by then it wasn't that hot, right? It didn't really no. And I don't, I don't think that like the heat had anything to do with not performing well. Um, obviously everybody was dealing with the heat. Um, so yeah, I just think, you know, not leading the final was not in my plan. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that, that wasn't necessarily like what I set out to do. Um, uh, right. yeah. yeah, but I mean, then again, in the steeple, like you do get a clear view then. So I didn't mind that being able to see the barriers well, because in the prelim, it was so congested. They had a ton of us in there and, um, I hadn't run in a race yet that season with that much traffic. So there's definitely an added element of that to the race. Um, so being able to lead it and not have to worry about that was nice for a bit, but, um, I had one bad water jump and kind of got swallowed up by that pack. And I think things just kind of didn't go my way after that. (laughs) So, um, you know, you're still going to run your hardest and, um, especially on that last lap, try and catch everybody that you can, but, um, yeah, wasn't definitely wasn't satisfied with that performance. Did you want to just get away from, uh, like you said, getting swallowed up by the pack? Did, is that why you were kind of okay to be leading it, or was it just? Like, um, I think I don't really like even know how I ended up leading it. I think other <laughs> people who were, um, I guess you know, the favorites did not want to. They wanted to see how it would kind of shake out, and okay. I just got off the line aggressively and sometimes it really just depends on where you are on the starting line like if you're in that first or second spot and get out hard odds are you're going to get stuck in the front so unless somebody makes a conscious effort to take the lead um sometimes you just end up there and that's pretty much what happened but once I did I knew I just had a role with it I wasn't gonna just like stop and let somebody else go ahead of me Um, so I just tried to keep the pace somewhat honest. I didn't want it to be a jog, but I also was like, I'm not trying to, you know, break any records on this first thousand if I'm the one leading it. So, um, you just kind of have to be like, all right, this is where I'm at (laughs) and we're run our race from here. So, well, it's impressive once they ratchet up the speed, um, uh, Coburn and Frerichs, uh, they get, they, they get it going. It's, uh, it's 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 just a whole different level once they get uh once they get down to it um down to that last 800 or so mm-hmm. um and you're just trying to hang you know and trying to trying to get on their coattails aren't you yeah well i'd love to beat one someday <laughs> well just keep working at it you know yep. you're 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 28 years old so you're in the peak of your um you know, peak of your career right now. Yeah, so, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, that, you know, that's really going well. Um, you know, when I interviewed you at the 2018 outdoor championships in Des Moines, you were really, you know, just really upset. You were really, uh, yeah, I think you. I blacked out. I don't remember that. <laughs> so you, you I would right. say, yeah. <laughs> um, you were in, you were in tears basically because it was just such a disappointment for you that, that 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 performance when you ran 1003 yeah that was terrible <laughs> and, and and finished 11th and i thought to myself at this time at that time i thought you know this is either going to make you stronger or it's just going to break you yeah. and, and and you know it's going to go one way or the other and and i just had a feeling you were just going to get stronger from that and yeah you know, yeah based on your 2021 um without a doubt uh, you've definitely uh uh, benefited from that experience for sure yeah that was um that was a tough one to swallow I 
had my first real injury earlier that season. Um, I had a stress fracture in my foot. So, you know, having to learn how to deal with that was tough. Um, but yeah, I remember walking away from that race. I don't think I slept that night just thinking about, you know, the disappointment of it. And that's just like, I mean, it's some, it's the worst. It's just not a good feeling. Um, but you know, I I'm willing to tolerate those moments for the good ones. So, um, obviously sometimes you're not going to have a good day and you kind of just gotta suck it up and move on. Cause no one else cares when you're having a bad day. <laughs> yeah. And, and Eugene, you were, you didn't have that great of a finals race, yeah. there, but you were still 23 seconds. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm happy that at least it wasn't Man. a complete abomination of the yeah. time. So. so it was completely so much better. Yeah. Know, yeah. For sure. Much better performance and, and not too far off your PR only about eight. No. Seconds. Yeah. So. Yeah. That was definitely an improvement. Um, yeah. yeah. So you're, you're, you're um, probably trying you know, 2024 is a little bit far away. Yeah. Um, still, it's still a couple years away. What kind of uh, thoughts do you have for this outdoor season? Are you going to try some, some different um, races? Um, different- I mean, I really love the 1500 and I think I'm um, finally getting to the point where I'm an elite level 1500 miler. Um, so I'll definitely race those um, along with the steeple, but um, you know, when it comes to like making a world championships team, my best bet is definitely going to be the steeple. So I'll still focus yeah. on that, um, as far as that goes, but I would love to run, you know, 404 in the 1500, um, to go along with that. Cause I mean, it's only going to make me better at the steeple as well. So, um, yeah, 2024 is a little bit of a ways off. So I'm kind of just taking it year by year. I still just really love, um, competing and training and still having fun with it. And, you know, my job definitely makes it possible to do those things. Um, so I'll keep doing it as long as I am having a good time. Yeah. Well, how do you, uh, how do you get in your training? Um, being a, a Oh, it's gotta be a little flexible sometimes. Like last week, you know, I raked the long jump pit at our home meet the day before (laughs) the day before the mile. Um, but you know, so like sometimes it's like that. And then other times, um, you know, during the summer when, uh, the college athletes are all done, I have a little bit more time to focus on my racing specifically. So, um, indoors is tough for me compared to some of my peers who get to race, you know, at Milrose or at the U S indoor championships, things like that. I don't really have, um, those options because we have a busy schedule, but, um, yeah, it's really just about prioritizing it. You know, I still have to, you know, make sacrifices, um, you know, choose getting in the afternoon double over just sitting on my couch when I get home after a long day. Um, but at the same time, you know, uh, being able to be at practice with the athletes, you know, if they're doing an easy run that day, I might be able to hop in with them at some point, but, um, it's just about prioritizing training and, you know, making sacrifices here and there when you have to. And some days you're just going to be really tired because you got to run 15 miles and then go to a 12 hour track meet, but it is what it is. So you just do it. So you do you do you do a lot of your uh, workouts after the team is done, like in the um, afternoon. So typically they're working out. Um, like on Tuesdays, my athletes work out at six a.m. when we're indoors. So like yesterday, I got my workout in after them, and then you know I head over to the office and get my work done there. But um, you know, other times when they're working out in the afternoon, yeah, I usually just get my workout in in the morning and then um, worry about them in the afternoon. So most days are, you know, easy runs. So that's pretty, pretty easy for me to get in, you know, prior to seven o'clock in the morning if I have to. So, um, that's the easy part. The workout days are just the ones where I have to kind of like think about my schedule pretty, pretty hard just to fit things in. Well, it's kind of nice during the the winter, you have that indoor track that you can uh, always go to whenever you need to do some, you know, yeah, absolutely. Or something or, and or, uh, Coach Paulson, our head coach at UNI, he is my coach as well. So um, having him here, you know, every day makes it makes it easy for him to pop into my workout 
Um, and also he knows what my schedule is like too. So that makes it easy to kind of work those things out. Sure. Yeah. Um, so on a day like today, are you kind of glad that you're running indoors? Are you, are you outdoors? Or are you... Uh, yeah, yeah. I got my run. I got my first run in on the treadmill this morning. And then yeah. um, this yeah. afternoon, I'll probably hop in with my athletes uh, for an afternoon double. We'll just run around the Dome Concourse as long as we can. Okay. <laughs> so you don't, you don't do uh, much on the track then? Uh, uh, no, not on a day like today. And of course we have the fabulous boat show in the dome today and tomorrow. So uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, no. yeah, we have to, um, give them their space for that. We don't have that. We can weave in and out of the biggest. Oh yeah. I'm sure they would love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you, uh, do you, uh, little break here. Uh, do you yeah. have to go now? You have to go? Um, I have, I would say, about five more minutes. Okay, five more? Okay. Okay. Because I'm going to edit this anyway. Okay, so. perfect. So it's it's not like I'm going to cut this. <laughs> this whole thing. <laughs> yeah. So I do chopping and editing. So um, so tell me about um, uh, recruiting um, and how it's kind of changed the last uh, few years with all the transfers and that oh, sort of yeah. thing. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, we, you know, weren't able to have any athletes on campus last year for recruiting, which made things different. And a lot of it had to be done over the phone. Um, so that wasn't ideal. Um, but yeah, recruiting is hard. Uh, you know, especially when we're going after a lot of in-state kids, we've got the other schools to kind of battle against in the state. Um, so yeah, it's difficult sometimes, but I like to think, you know, the athletes that end up here, um, chose this school for a reason and, you know, it's the right fit for them. So, uh, that's definitely, you know, our main motivation is just finding the right people. Um, and you know, you just, when you lose a recruit, you just gotta brush it off and kind of move forward after that. Is that what you had to do with uh, Kiki Connell going to Iowa State? Um, yeah, best of luck she was to your, her. She was your undisputed number one in the in the, in cross country in, in the fall. Um, yeah, she had, had a great fall for us. Um, we were really excited about that. It's always nice to have someone who's all conference. Um, but yeah, that's kind of all I have to say about that. Hmm. <laughs> that you know that. I felt bad for you when the, when. Yeah. You never like to lose people, but like I said, you know, I hope we have a lot of student athletes on the team now who are excited to be here and, you know, are excited about pushing our program forward. So that's always our main motivation is just stepping up the level of competition each year. So I'm very excited for the group of women that we have next year for cross country. And I'm hoping we can, you know, make some big improvements to that group. Is your philosophy still kind of uh, cherry pick the best that Iowa has primarily? Is that kind of what you're looking for? for yeah, but I mean, we like to have developmental people as well. So, um, you know, I myself wasn't like a big time recruit coming out of high school, but I like to think I got a lot better when I was here. So um, I kind of see that in a lot of people we recruit as well. So we want people we think have a lot of potential. Um, and we can kind of, you know, build them up from where they're at. Uh, and I mean, you have to do that. Like with a lot of kids in Iowa, their high school times aren't going to be scoring in our conference right away. So, um, anyone you get is really going to have to improve significantly in order to be able to score at the conference level or make the first round of the national meet, things like that. So, um, yeah, I would say that Iowa kids is a huge emphasis for us, um, but sure. also, you know, those neighboring states as well. Uh, we like to get some out-of-state kids as well, just because, you know, bigger population size, those sorts of things. <laughs> How about a program like Drake? They've really um, expanded the borders quite a bit. You know, yeah. They've gone to Australia and and Austria and, uh, and all, all over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think that's over. awesome. And it's working for them. And it's working for them. Yeah, for sure. I think that's awesome that those you know, international students are getting the opportunity to compete um, for the school as well. That's great for them. Um, it's really, I mean, yeah, you kind of just have to decide as a program, like, 
which way you're going to go with that, um, those sorts of things. And we have our fair share of international students as well, um, not in the distance event groups by any means. But, um, yeah, I would say, you know, at UNI, we primarily are sticking to in-state kids, but there's always international people who end up on the team. And it's awesome to work with them from different countries and just see, you know, the types of training that they've done in the past and, I think it's great for the the Iowa kids to be able to hang out with them as well and just see um, things from a different perspective, that sort of thing. So that's always great. Well, on your on, on the women's side, uh, probably Kate Crawford is kind of the kind of the big name that's yeah. uh, jumped out for you as far as uh, the the fall and winter now. Yeah, I um, am really excited for where Kate's at right now. Um, she ran 10.02 in the 3K this past weekend. Um, and we're going to be shooting for sub five in the mile this Friday. Uh, so, yeah, she's doing great. Her workouts have really taken off um, since starting indoor season. And I'm hoping we're going to get a shot at trying to break the school record in the 5K um, here in the next few weeks. So she's been doing an awesome job. She's super hardworking. Um, and she'll definitely be kind of taking the reins on leading that group um, into cross country next year as well. And she's an Iowan too. Um, yep. Did, uh, Very small school. <laughs> thing unusual with that recruitment or not? No, no, not at all. I mean, she was just one of the best in the state um, her year coming into school. So we were really happy. Um, she's from about four hours away. So that's still, still a ways when we're talking about Iowa. So she was a great get for us, and she's been an awesome addition to the program. On the men's side, um, uh, Drake Hansen's probably the the strongest returner that we have right now from that group. Um, okay. He ran one fifty as a freshman last year. Uh, he it has mono right now, unfortunately, so indoors is looking a little bad. bit rough for him. But um, we'll definitely be back for outdoors, and I see him as somebody who's going to be, you know, qualifying for that first round of the national meet um, you know, getting all conference, those sorts of things. So really excited for where he's at. Um, we're pretty young on the men's side. And so like going into indoor and outdoor, we're looking to kind of push that group forward, um, so that they're prepared to take on cross country next year and make some big improvements there. Um, and he's a former CIML runner, uh, went to Southeast Polk. Yes. One name that really has jumped out at me is a local, local kid, Seb Gerhardt. um, Yeah, Seb. Turning in some real. uh, Yeah, Seb's doing awesome. Really glad he decided to come back for his final year. Um, But yeah, he's always been like a a pretty much 800 um, specialist for us outdoors. He actually also got motto right before the cross or the conference meet, um, which was a huge bummer because he had run 151 already. Um, and I think 352 in the 1500. So yeah, he's been having a great indoor season. I'm really excited to see what he can do the rest of this year. He's another one who his goal is definitely to make that um, national meet outdoors um, and be all conference. So he's been doing a great job for us. He's an awesome leader for that group. So we like to, you know, those middle distance runners, we definitely like to keep, (laughs) keep that group uh, crushing it. So well, that's kind of your troops there. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yep. I mean, that's that's kind of where you are coaching at heart there. Absolutely, yeah. As far as uh, recruiting goes, is that a big part of your job uh, as, as assistant coach? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I basically recruit uh, all the people I coach. <laughs> <laughs> right, distance runners, in other words. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Middle and long distance. Okay. So you're, uh, and you, like you said, you haven't been on the road much because it's all been, um, uh-huh. all, been all been on the phone. Is that kind of changing now a little bit or is it still? Kind yeah, of we fun? were able to, like we had, um, and have been having, uh, prospective students on official visits now. So they're able to come to campus, you know, spend some time with the team, that sort of thing. So we are able to do that now. And like, you know, I was able to go to high school cross country meets this fall, um, was able to go to state and stuff, which is things we couldn't do last year. So things are definitely getting closer to normal um, than they were prior. (laughs) Right. Is that we, we kind of talked about this a little bit, but uh, transfers, is that something that you're 
You know, Northern Iowa has been yeah. more of a four-year program in the past. Yeah. Is it something that you're looking more at now? We uh, have, the, you know, the, like the junior colleges, definitely. Um, you know, I we have a couple people already signed for next year that um, are at junior colleges right now. Um, and, you know, I d- did my fair share of recruiting with some junior college uh, prospective student-athletes this fall. Um, as far as, like, you know, transferring from a four-year school to another four-year school, um, and I'll just speak for myself on this. Our other coaches might look at it differently, but you know, if someone reaches out to us and they're interested in us, um, and they have, you know, entered the transfer portal, that sort of thing, um, we'll definitely communicate with them. But I myself haven't, you know, gotten onto the transfer portal and sought people out, uh, okay. particularly, however, you know, plenty of people do that, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, when we've had somebody from our own team go on the transfer portal, you know, you'll get calls from coaches asking about that athlete and, you know, why they're leaving um, kind of your, your take on things. Sometimes you won't, but sometimes you will. So uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the transfer portal definitely makes it easier for student athletes to do that. Um, But uh, you know, that's, I guess that's just not really my style. (laughs) Well, yeah, you want to develop. You're a you're a developmental program. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. We want them. Years and yeah, yeah, for get sure. Them to where, get them to where they're juniors and seniors. They're really excelling. Yeah, at the, at the valley level. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is, so is that kind of uh, what happened with uh, Kiki? Uh, she entered the transfer portal, and Iowa State uh, called you, and you they guys... didn't call me. <laughs> but, no, okay. no uh, but yeah, yeah, that that's how that works. Once they go into the portal, we really don't you know, ask too many questions after that. <laughs> yeah. Well, like you said, it, it kind of hits you by surprise a little bit. Um, sometimes the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Yeah. So yeah, we'll, absolutely. We'll see absolutely. how that goes. We'll see how that goes. She goes from number one to, you know, down the list here. <laughs> so going to Iowa state. So we'll see. Um, on, a, on, a, on a related note, um, it's pretty exciting to see Breda Jensen. Um leaving on her own. Um, she's yeah. going to be, uh, coaching Minnesota Duluth cross country teams. Um, yeah, she is. And, uh, the track exciting. head coach there is a former high school teammate of mine. So I know Carly Cochran pretty well. So okay. yeah, I'm super happy for Brett, um, to be heading up to Duluth. Obviously I would love to have her closer by, but <laughs> very happy for her. Um, it seems like a really good situation for her and her family. And like I said, Carly's awesome. So I think it's pretty cool that they're leading the programs up there. So excited for them. It's good that your program's um, churning out some, some, you know, coaches. Yeah, absolutely. That's always good to see The you and I coaching tree continues to grow. (laughs) Um, how about you? Are you, uh, someday, are you, are you thinking you want to lead your own program or are you, um, uh... I think I've got everything I need right here. Okay. (laughs) good political answer yes <laughs> the answer you want to have so so okay um uh, so um when you're when you're at a meet and you're competing and you're dealing with other runners needs how difficult is that you know balancing okay getting my runners ready and getting ready for my own mile oh, okay race. yeah 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 at, um at, so at, i try at, not to have that happen like a ton you know um especially at like a a race that i'm really um getting geared up for i would not want that to be the case um you know like last weekend my athletes are my number one priority and my race is kind of like second to that so um you know right after i finished i was sprinting over to (laughs) the uh football facility because the pizza guy was there so you know I had to pick up dinner for everybody um so yeah you know in that regard like a meet like that um the athletes are the number one priority so if that means my warm-up gets cut short or you know something like that they need something I'm gonna worry about them first uh so yeah I don't like for my important races to be at the same time as theirs really that doesn't happen aside from drake relays like i race there and the athletes are also racing um but typically my race will be on a different day than the athletes that i coach so usually that's not an issue um the 
last time, I think it was 2017, the U.S. Junior Championships were at the same time as the Senior Championships. So I had two athletes competing in the Junior 5K for the girls um, while having my own race. And that did Mm. prove to be difficult because I think I ran (laughs) the prelim for the steeple at like 9 p.m. at night. And then the next day... Um, my athletes ran at 9 a.m. And obviously I'm going to be there because it's U.S. championships. Um, yep. So then they ran and one of them made the team and the other was the alternate. So I went to team processing with them and that made for a very long day. <laughs> but, um, you know, that rarely happens. And, you know, rarely it was happens. such an awesome opportunity to be with them while they're competing. Um, it, it was so fun. So the pros definitely outweighed the cons in that scenario. Um, but yeah, I definitely like, uh, if it's a high stakes steeple or like a really high stakes 1500, um, I would prefer to not be at the same meet as my own athletes, just because (laughs) I will be more concerned about them. And it, um, you know, just gives you more anxiety because you also have your own race to worry about. So um, try to keep the races where I am competing at the same meet as them to like, a, you know, low key, low pressure race. So you didn't even have a victory lap last Saturday. It was just like, no, I, gotta, I, gotta yeah. I had to go get the pizza. That was poor timing. <laughs> I shouldn't have set the pizza up to come at that time. <laughs> My fault. The pizza was the pizza delivery man waiting for you. Was yeah, he like, was. I was like, I'm really sorry was... about that, <laughs> but well, uh, I had I had uh, I had something important to do, buddy. Yeah, I, had... I didn't I didn't elaborate. I was just like, sorry, you had to wait. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so well, now you've got uh, you got two. Uh, you've got the Uni Dome, of course. You've got yep. uh, some records there now. Yeah, University of Iowa. What's left to conquer? Are you going to? Oh, man. I don't know what the. I think I'm going to run the mile at the Iowa State Classic here in a couple weeks. Facility record is, but that one would be a cool one to get. (laughs) I think I looked it up up the other day because they were. It's probably 20 something, I would imagine. Yeah. But I I hope to run sub 430 in that race. So, you know, maybe we'll take a run at it. (laughs) Yeah. It's not like 435 is is really. um, Yeah. (laughs) One of your faster times. No, no. It's it's technically an indoor PR, but I'm like, my 1500 is more like a 424. So. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So. So there's some room to. Yeah, for sure. Um, So. Well, we're talking uh we were talking about your prs here yeah and we never we got sidetracked here we never got back to the 5000 oh um, you, yeah you, you not only uh, <laughs> hit 1649 but you did it twice last year that's hard to do yeah um, at, the, at the at the fifth season uh oh yeah July i did 4th, didn't i <laughs> and then blades and 5k um yeah 5k you you, you tied it at 1649 yeah. <laughs> um uh, yeah, I wouldn't say that either of those were a great performance. I did a time trial 5K on the roads last spring, and I ran, I think it was 1558 or something, but, you know, time trials don't count. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I haven't I haven't really been in too many, like, competitive 5Ks. I, I definitely prefer the mile 3K combo, but... Um, coach Paulson would love for me to get on the track for a 5k at some point and actually run sub 16 because, you know, when you have PRs of 406 and 932 in the steeple, you should probably be able to run sub 16. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but for the roads, um, that's pretty good. Yeah. I'll take that. I love being able to just hop in, you know, a 5k here or there and get after it. It's kind of fun to do that, and uh, you know, and it's right in your backyard, you know. The, yeah, the exactly. You kind of got to do it. It's <laughs> kind of right there, and and you get fourth overall in that race. So yeah. So out of all these races, all these PRs, you said, I mean, eight hundred, you 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 name it, fifteen hundred, Steve. Yeah. Which is the one that you were most proud of? Uh, which is the one you thought? Boy, yeah, honestly. I have to say the 1500 and it's just because that's kind of where I came from, you know, 
um, in college. I started off as an 800 runner, but I definitely developed into more of a 1500 runner and, you know, having run that in high school, college, um, it's just like the one where I'm able to see how far I've come. Um, you know, coming out of high school, I had only run 448 in the 1500, which when you compare that to the women I race against in the 1500 now, they'd probably be like, oh, that's your mile time, right? And I'm like, no, <laughs> that was the 1500. Like, I, I really, you know, got a lot better at that event. And so that one, it was like, when I ran 407 in June, I remember finishing and being like, is that like real? Did I really do that? Is That's crazy that I ran that fast. Um, and then to think that, you know, I ran faster later in the summer. And when I did that, I think there's even more there. Um, I think that one definitely means the most because I just love the 1500. There's just something about that race that I really enjoy. Um, and yes, the love the steeple too. Don't get me wrong. Um, but it's, there's just something with the 1500 that, it really like had a sense of accomplishment after that um, to be like, holy cow, like, yeah, I've come a long way. <laughs> well, yeah, you're the poster child for your, for your athletes. I mean, yeah. You can, and that's definitely fun me, to be able to say, you know? I mean, you, <laughs> you're like, you, Hey, you ran faster than me in high school. Like you can, you know, totally do that. Um, it is really cool to be able to do that. You can be a Panther legend someday. Heck too. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so what, uh, what, what kind of, race goals do you have for um for this year what what kind, yeah. what kind of races are are we looking at seeing you well i would definitely like to you know run 404 or faster in the 1500 because then i would automatically qualify um for the u.s championships in that event um yeah. i i mean i would get in with my current time but it would just be cool to have hit the qualifier um, I will still compete in the steeple. Um, like I said, that's, I'm just gonna do better in the final most likely. Um, and I would really, really love to, you know, top five, um, at the U S championships would be awesome. Um, mm. but more than anything, I just want to have a U.S. championships where I walk away and I'm like, okay, I nailed it. Like, you know, I was my best on the day and this is where it lined me up. And whether that's like third place or that's eighth place, I really don't care at the end of the day. I just want to walk away and be like, yep, I nailed it. Like I performed as well as I could have. Um, and you know, can walk away from it, like feeling good and just like, all right, that, that was my best, you know? Um, cause I just haven't ha really had that feeling coming off of a U.S. championships yet. So, um, I think I can run sub 920. Um, and I hope I get the opportunity to do that. Um, you know, it's, it's hard to get domestic races, especially in the steeple um, that go that fast. <laughs> mm. um, so, you know, it might be at a U.S. championships that I have to do that. But that's more than okay with me. Um, but I just love the opportunity to be able to do that. And I'm hoping, you know, with my improvements in my PRs, um, that should help me get into these sorts of meets, but, um, obviously there's a lot of, you know, politics stuff that goes into it as well. And, um, right. whose agent knows who and that sort of thing. So, um, I'll just be there waiting for when somebody decides to scratch. So you just need that breakthrough on a big stage. Is what yeah, you're yeah. Yeah. And usually if you can show fitness early on in the season, um, opportunities like that'll come up and you just have to, you have to take them when you're given them. So, um, I understand that's how it works and I'm, I'm okay with that. You know, um, I'll just be ready to run fast when I get the opportunity. <laughs> right. Um, so I can't let you go, uh, since you got married on November 27th, yes. I believe, right? Yes. Is that it? Uh, Almost Will's birthday, by the way, just, just a couple <laughs> days away. Um, weddings never go as planned. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we got locked out of our church. Um, oh, no. <laughs> our church. Something always goes wrong. There had to yeah. be something that did not go right. Oh, man. Wedding. It what? was a pretty good day. Um, really? Nothing went wrong. Well, one of, I mean, one of my, who was supposed to be one of my bridesmaids, uh, she 
actually had her baby like the week before so she was unable to attend um which was fine um you know happy healthy baby so we'll take that um but yeah I mean so I was down a bridesmaid but that that's no big deal um but yeah overall the day went pretty well um I got my run in that morning so I was happy about that (laughs) Uh, but yeah other than that it went well (laughs) Did you have a group run with everybody? I or? did. Well, not everybody. Um, just some other friends who were coming to the wedding. Couldn't get any of the bridesmaids out to run, though. No, nope. Brett is. Brett's yeah. still coming back from uh, having her baby this fall, too. So I was like, no, you sleep in. You you don't have a baby for one night. So don't worry so about Brett me. Was, she was one of your bridesmaids. Yeah, then. Brett was actually my maid of honor. So she awesome lifelong friend so i was happy oh, yeah. to have her be a part of it well you probably got her on speed dial i'm sure yeah oh yeah for sure <laughs> so so is will doing any running and are we gonna see him in any um no you will not <laughs> you no? will not He's no he up. does his little uh we his brother who also ran in iowa um they do some hobby jogging once in a while but uh <laughs> nope he is taking his competitive uh, efforts to the disc golf course and the rec basketball league at the gym. So that is where you'll be seeing him. Basketball never ends well with runners. Uh, no, it doesn't. Lot, Lots of rolled ankles. Here's a lot of rolled ankles, uh, blown out knees. Yep. Um, be careful. <laughs> Tell him to be careful. So. Oh, yeah, I will. So uh, I don't want to pull the court before the horse here but um are you going to keep competing for a few more years uh are you talking family or are you going to keep you know we'll see like i definitely like want to compete through this year and we'll kind of reassess after next year um yeah i want to keep running so that you know, 2024 at least probably yeah we'll see I have a, one of my good friends, um, Marissa Howard, she got fifth at the Olympic trials in the steeple this year. She's having her baby this year and is coming back for 2024. So yeah. I'll see how um, it pans out for her and then we'll go from there. Okay. Well, thank you so much for the time, Alexina. Yeah, for and, sure. Uh, good luck with your Panther teams, indoor thank and outdoor, you. and your own racing season. Yes. Thank you very much. It was good talking with you.